Give power to that which you fear, and it will show itself to you. You've never heard of the Millennium Falcon? Should I have? It's a ship that made the Kessel Run less than 12 parsecs. Hey everyone, and welcome to Kessel Run Weekly. My name is Danny. And I'm Kristen. And this month starts off our Monster Madness. Monster Madness. Monster Madness. Uh, so we've been really excited about this series. We've been working really hard on it to uh, get something really cool and creepy and scary for you guys. Uh, so we will be kicking off our Monster Madness with Ghosts and Visions that tonight. Yes! Yeah! So excited! Very, very. So before we get into our Monster Madness, Kristen, how about a little news? Many Bothans died to bring us this information. Well, yes, Danny, there is a little news in the Star Wars uh, universe right now. Uh, first, we're actually looking at a new VR series coming out called Vader Immortal. There's something wrong, Captain. I need you in the cockpit now. a quick little snippet trailer out there um showing you putting the vr gla- goggles on glasses whatever you want to call those mm-hmm. thingies um and you essentially step into the star wars world yeah invaders in front of you um it's supposed to be coming out 2019 i don't think there's an actual date um you said announced- october 2019 october yeah. 2019 got it so so i found out why it's so far into 2019 too um so the the vr game is going to be releasing on um the oculus quest well, the Oculus Quest does not exist yet. <laughs> it comes smart. out. It comes out in spring of next year is when they're uh, anticipating it. So this will be approximately six months after everything. So give it something, everything. But what I thought was cool is that with the Oculus Quest, because with the regular Oculus and all that kind of stuff, it, you had to have like a gaming PC for it, something mm-hmm. that can handle it. With the Oculus Quest, you won't need that, and so it'll just be like the uh, the Gear VR and all that kind of stuff from Samsung and everything. Um, you won't need a phone, but it's all going to be in the headset. So it'll be like its standalone game thing, which will oh, be really cool. Oh, I thought yeah. this was going to be like something on Xbox still, mm. or on like No, it, Oculus is their own thing right now. It's PC okay. and everything, but yeah. So yeah, so it'll it'll be really cool, I think. Um, I'm excited about it because it kind of reminds me of the uh, Secrets of the Empire thing that, that is at Disney right now. We still haven't gotten to go do that. Um but, right. But it kind of remind gives me that vibe or whatever, which I, I loved how the trailer started out with like, it can't be. How could they pull us out of hyperspace? The first thing I thought of was like, well, we've seen that in Clone Wars. We've seen that in Rebels. <laughs> it's like, by now, depending, I guess, how or what time frame, frame this game actually starts, by now somebody should have told somebody. <laughs> I know. Yeah, that just kind of keeps happening. <laughs> it's like, dang it, not again. <laughs> But it looks really exciting. We see uh, Vader's castle on Mustafar, um, and then uh, Vader coming up. 
saying that you probably have wondered why I have the red arm. Oh, wait, no, that's not what he says. He says, <laughs> <laughs> he says uh, you probably wondered why I brought you here. So I'm wondering, Vader. I'm wondering. I am too. I like don't want to invest in a VR, mm-hmm. but I do want to play this. So like, I do too. So if anyone wants to go like halvesies, maybe <laughs> hit us up <laughs> every other weekend. Yeah, right. We'll just do like a we'll alternate holidays. Exactly, <laughs> like every few months. Like I don't know. We'll figure it out, y'all. It's cool. <laughs> it's kosher. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, there's not a lot that we know about the Vader uh, Immortal game right now no uh, it looks like it is going to be episodic because in the logo it does say episode one it yes will be really cool kind of reminds me of the telltale series uh the stuff like that that's on like xbox playstation and all that kind of stuff with the walking dead guardians all that um Ooh, so it'll be fun that I would think. be a really um it'd be a really cool way to approach star wars because so mm-hmm. far I'm, if i'm not mistaken please correct me if i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure every game right now we have in star wars um it has something to do with the story, whether it be um, like a sideline story, like Battlefront Two, the or, canon story, yeah, yeah like yeah. something that's mm-hmm. actually a part of it. So I think it would honestly be really cool to be able to kind of create your own Star Wars. That would be neat because essentially that's what that would be. Yeah, you would have certain characters, but you get to pick um, the outcome mm-hmm. of things. I think that would be really really cool. Oh, I, I definitely, definitely. Um, and then make it canon. Because I mean, once we go to Galaxy's Edge, we're all going to be canon anyway. I mean, that's so, true. So, like, I'll I'll be on the Star Wars wiki page and everything. Right. <laughs> Danny Baca. Danny Baca. <laughs> um. So yeah. So that's all we got for the Vader Immortal. Um. Kristen, what's next? So, um, this past week we were given another look at Resistance, an extended look. Can you imagine what it's like to be an ace pilot? This is your chance to make that dream come true. You've got something special. I see it. I've got a mission for you. All right. Blend in. Find out who's loyal to the good guys and who isn't. What was that? What was what? The throwing and the falling. Over there. Don't think about it. This one had me all up in my feels so much more. Really? Um, okay. You know, the, the first few little looks we got have been just quick snippets about the team and um, just kind of how the series is going to look overall. Not much to it, but this one, I mean, we knew Poe was in it and BB-8. Mm-hmm. I think that's really the only characters other than Phasma mm-hmm. um, that we had ever seen in it. And we're like, okay, guys, guys, <laughs> guys, Leia. Yes. Leia. This is going to intersect right with the battle of uh, Starkiller. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, my God. I wonder if it'll actually go all the way into Force Awakens like that. Because, I mean, with it being set six months before Force Awakens, I mean, it feels pretty soon. Like, because, I mean, Rebels and Clone Wars all covered a lot of time. Yeah. And so I don't imagine one season's going to be like, eh, well, you know, six months, now the Force Awakens starts. Right. Or whatever. Which, I mean, sure, maybe. But... Like, I don't know. Like, they, they showed Starkiller in this. They freaking showed Starkiller. They did. Like, that's so cool. Very, very cool. Yeah. And then all the X-Wing dogfights and stuff like that, which, by the way, 
that was one thing that when they announced the anime-like style of this, I told you was going to look freaking cool in this with all the, the ships and the dogfights and stuff like that in the air, which I know you don't like that term, but... <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> um, but uh, all the ships and stuff like that, like it, the the animation style and all that kind of stuff, like it, it really highlights it. I it think. does. It does. It makes it look really cool, guys. And that actually premieres this Sunday. This Sunday. The 7th. Yes. We will have our review of said first episode out the following Monday. Yes, we sure will. Very excited. Quicker turnaround than we've ever had. (laughs) I'm going to be off that Sunday. Me too. And Monday. Well, I won't be off that Monday. And Wednesday. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that's right. That's your 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 vacation week. Saturday. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, it was just funny. I just thought about it. It's been a minute since you've had a vacation. It has since February. Oh man, see, it's about time. Disney. No better time than Star Wars Resistance because we know that's why you actually took off, right? You had had to have a whole week to process, right? You know, I kind of wish this was like, which I'm gonna be glad it's coming out every week. But part of me wishes this was something that they would just throw on Netflix, <laughs> just throw it all on there. At once. Yeah, so I could just binge watch it and be like four in the morning the next day. I'm like, guys, oh, it was so good. <laughs> like <laughs> October eighth. 4.50 a.m. I enjoyed Star Wars <laughs> Resistance so much. <laughs> it's the greatest thing since sliced cheese. <laughs> right? <laughs> no. Nothing beats sliced cheese. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> but yeah. But it's okay. I- I'm going to be looking forward to something every week now. So it's okay. Definitely. I'm very excited about it. Um, yeah. So, we'll ha- I mean, just like our first episode review, uh, every single episode that comes out, we'll have it that following Monday that it comes out and everything. Um, and I'm really excited to get new Star Wars. Like, we had Solo. I'm ready for my next fix. Like, I don't understand yeah. these people who are like, let's slow down. and Oh, it's too much. Which, um, I don't know that I showed you the CEO of Disney took blame for releasing Solo too early. Yeah. I can't remember if I showed you that or you not. You did. Yeah. Yes, you did. Yeah. When he's like, oh, well, I'll, I'll take responsibility and uh, we'll be slowing it down a little bit. It's like, no, give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> I want all the things. I, don't, this is, I mean, I kind of, I kind of understand both sides. Um, I do enjoy every time Star Wars comes out, like mm-hmm. anytime it's a new an Star event. Wars. It is. It's very fun. It's very cool because all I want to do is learn more and more about it. But at the same time, I could see wanting to put some space in between it because it's like, how many stories can we tell? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So eventually, something's going to run out. An infinite number. That's the answer. An infinite oh. number for the rest of time. Okay, I'm very <laughs> sorry then. I'll go crawl back in my hole. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, but I mean, I, I I get it because Solo coming literally six months, if that, uh, after uh, after uh, The Last Jedi, I mean, it did feel soon. We talked about this on previous episodes where the time between Force Awakens, Rogue One, The Last Jedi, like from movie to movie, it was an event. Like there was a decent wait. And so it was kind of like, oh, man, I can't wait to talk about this and see it and watch it and just consume it. And with Last Jedi to Solo, there was, like, almost no time to process because The Last Jedi got everybody up in arms. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Maybe you know, that's what it was. That's, <laughs> why, was Solo came out, so, it. that's why Solo came out early because they needed to put the fire guys, out. Guys, guys, guys. The Last Jedi. So they're like, let's just throw it out there. <laughs> Hopefully they'll like it. <laughs> it's like you've angered all of the pack of wild dogs. So you it's just like, throw a piece of throw meat. a steak in there and be like, guys, just I'm sorry. Don't eat me. No, please. 
<laughs> Literally. Yes, that's that's accurate. Thank that's you. accurate. I can see Bob Iger running for his life. <laughs> oh God! He's <laughs> <laughs> chugging like steak pieces over his shoulders, like no. Nah! Right. And the whole time, Kathleen Kennedy's going. I told you so. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, in. in I had no problem with the release date, but it did feel different for a Star Wars movie. I think it was the biggest thing for me. Um, I thoroughly enjoyed Solo. I love that movie. Um, but yeah, I think that was the biggest thing. Is it Star Wars is an event? Like, I don't know. It's something that we always look forward to around Christmas and everything because that's when they came out. Yeah. So hopefully well, we'll get back on that schedule and everything, and it'll they'll keep it at least that one a year or something. Movie like wise, that. at least I movie think. Wise, I mean, it's fine yeah. if y'all want to release like. Um, I mean, go ahead and. Do Clone Wars season seven now? Right, like, I ain't like gonna Clone be mad Wars, at you. <laughs> like other shows, other things here and there. But I think it's just because everyone was so used to having that consistent Star Wars experience mm-hmm. around that same time, and so when something messed up that tradition, I mean, because nobody likes to mess up tradition, right? And it did, and mm-hmm. so people don't like change. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, we're gonna move on before this turns into something kind of a. Uh, not so friendly <laughs> anymore. So, so Danny. But yeah. So, so that's all our Star Wars news for the week. I believe. Um, I'm really excited about our topic today. Me too. Yes. So, our main topic for this week is Ghost and Visions. Ooh. I got a bad feeling about this. I'm not afraid. You will be. You will be. Spooky. Spooky. So this month, uh, for our Monster Madness, we're going to be highlighting the creepier, the scarier, the horrific side of Star Wars. (laughs) Um, In a lot of ways. So this week we were talking ghosts and visions. So we went through and we watched the arc from season six, the lost missions of Clone Wars, Mm -hmm. of uh, Yoda learning how to preserve himself after death. Yes. Which I thought was really, really cool. This led us down kind of a rabbit trail of sorts. (laughs) Um, It it did because so the episode starts out, um, we get Yoda meditating, uh, and all of a sudden, he hears a familiar voice, mm-hmm. and he's by himself meditating. Just so, just so you know, um, <laughs> and I don't remember the dialogue per se. If you do, please feel free to butt in here. But I know he he realizes it's Qui Gon, I believe. Yeah, and I think he kind of starts questioning it, like he doesn't believe what's happening. He kind of feels like right because it's against everything the Jedi teach. Right. Yeah. And so then Qui-Gon's like, well, I'll show you. And he starts yeah. picking up the furniture. Um, right. It's uh, straight pretty, out of a haunted mansion. It really. It really <laughs> is. Straight out like paranormal activity yeah. here, guys. Um, the only thing that didn't happen is Yoda didn't get, didn't get dragged across the room. It's like he, like, start, he starts hearing a ghost. He's like, you're not real. You're not, you're not real. Guess what? Wow. <laughs> yeah. So too bad nobody was in there, though, because obviously later on in the story, people think he's just old and yeah a little he's, deluded he's under the under the tech of the dark side because his uh apprentice count dooku fell to the dark side oh my so gosh naturally he is susceptible to manipulation because you know that's how it works in the world oh my gosh you know if if 
I never have. I've never had a problem with Kiati Mundai until this arc, because all he has to say, literally, the only contribution he has to the conversation is, "What if it's manipulation of the Sith? What if Count Dooku has done something to manipulate Yoda?" But he really believes like, it too. That's like the does. worst part. Yeah. Um. But I like how, like, coming out of that room, like he ends up talking to Anakin, which Anakin hears Qui Gon's voice. He does a little later. That, well, well, he he'll, hears it going out to the courtyard. Yeah. It's before Yoda says anything to anybody about anything. And uh, he's and going again. out to the courtyard mm-hmm. to, to I guess, to meet with Yoda or just sees Yoda. And he comes out of this hallway, and all of a sudden he hears Yoda. And Anakin looks around, and he's like, okay. And then he just keeps walking. And then that's when Yoda's like, uh, so what do you think about this? Uh, you know, hearing voices and all that good stuff and everything. And he's like, well, you... you can't be serious, right? Like that's that's not how that works. And then Yoda's like, "Well, maybe we don't know everything." He's like, "So are you saying that you hear voices?" Yoda's like, "Nope, nope, no, nope, no, nah, I'm good. Nope, <laughs> not me. Not losing my mind." Um, <laughs> 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 uh, but I like how, like, just in that and through the this episode arc, that it, it that arrogance of the Jedi that we've referenced so so many times yes. comes out because it's like it's it's impossible. There's no way. And even Kiati's like, no, they they lose their identity when they die. Right? There's no way. They're not, not here. It's anymore. not possible. It's like nobody stopped to think. Maybe we don't know everything about the Force. Right? Maybe we're still learning. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> yeah. So what did, what were your impressions on that? Um, uh, just like really, most things about the Jedi that bothered me. I hate how like un. I don't want to say unresponsive, but like how how they're just not willing to like not necessarily accept it because I'm not saying oh they need to jump on the first boat that says yeah voices or even just the benefit of the doubt. That's what I mean though. Yeah, Yeah, it's like they just are so quick to just throw it away and and yeah (laughs) and just and make it something that it's not and they're just so quick to. Be like, no, mm-hmm. no, that's not how it is. That's not how the force works. And it's like, but mm-hmm. it's this is freaking Yoda. Right. Like, I could see if you were like, oh, Anakin, like you're hearing voices. Okay, we need to get you to take it to the real quick. <laughs> I can understand that completely. Yeah. But well, he's a younger Jedi in comparison. Exactly. So. But you have freaking Yoda who's like 900 years old. <laughs> and you're seriously, your reasoning is that you feel like he's being overtaken by a Sith. Because he failed an, or the apprentice failed him and left. Like, right. That, no. Like, should your should parents be blamed for their kids' yeah. like craziness at school? Well, mm-hmm. I mean, they shouldn't. Why? But you know what I mean. Like, yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe there's a little bit of blame. <laughs> there's a little bit of truth. But you know what I mean. Like, like the parents not like that because the kids like that. You know what yeah. I mean. Like that's not. Which side note? Later in the arc, Palpatine ends up trying to pull that thread, but it doesn't work. Right. So it's still not that. Kiati, we're looking at you. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, yeah. Stupid Kiati. Um, but the council at least does come together because at one point he's like, I think I'm hearing these voices and da da da. I need to know for sure and all that kind of stuff. And so the council was like, Well, we will meditate together. And they all lay hands on each other and all this other kind of stuff and like meditate day and night. I think, I think if I remember correctly, it's like a day, day and a half, something like that, the way that it plays on yeah. the screen and everything. And everybody's like, did you hear anything? Nope, not me. Nope. Did you hear anything? Nope. Nope, I'm good. No, no voices. My stomach grumbled, but no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, hungry now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hungrier than I was, you know, a day and a half ago. But 
That's fine. <laughs> but even Yoda was like, I didn't hear anything either. And it's just kind of like, thanks, Qui-Gon. Make me feel a little crazy there. <laughs> right. Like, could you not have, like, uh, yeah. helped me out a little bit? Like, <laughs> maybe, buddy maybe, old pal? Maybe a cough or a sneeze or <laughs> right. a little slight whisper. I don't know. <laughs> could you just re- rearrange the furniture? Yeah, right. Very slightly. <laughs> Move that thing from there. Right. <laughs> Just do something like the whole thing plays out kind of like, like how you see in the scary movies. Like it's it's like the rituals and all that kind of stuff. Like they go to contact the dead. The dead's like, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to do this. I'll show myself when I show myself. Right. <laughs> and Qui Gon plays that string, which I mean, he has a reason for that later on. Uh, and again, Kiati, uh, even after this, keeps going on about how um, that we must consider it might be the Sith. There must be a logical explanation mm. over and over again. This is the logical explanation. It only makes sense. He still is like, Sith, 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 Sith. This has to be the logical explanation. Mm. Like, there's nothing else. Would you say that he's full of Sith? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean. Cheesy joke. In a, in a Star Wars pun, yes. Yes. <laughs> um, in real world, no. <laughs> there's a better word for that. <laughs> <laughs> True, true. <laughs> <laughs> um, so what did you think of the, the deprivation ritual that they ended up having, though? Or they they basically voluntold Yoda to, <laughs> on him. Oh, it's his decision, but it's not really his decision. I, I don't know. Like, I do feel like... I do feel like Yoda did want to do it, though. He he says he did, but it was at the, the great suggestion of everyone else. But- where it was like... Oh, we have this thing. That, oh, yeah, yeah, that'll help Yoda. That'll, yeah, yeah, that'll be good for you, man. And then he's like, well, I'll do it. But to me, Anakin was one that didn't want him to do it. Oh, he's straight up. And then to do it. I didn't think Mace would really agree with it either. Mm, I don't think Mace was one. I think Mace had something along the lines of I feel like, of like Anakin and Obi-Wan were the only two that were like, eh, well, I don't, I don't have a good him, feeling but... about this at all. I've got a bad feeling about this. So yeah. I think that actually was said. <laughs> <laughs> word for word. Word um, for word. Have we had that line before? <laughs> no, in Star Wars. <laughs> right. Um, so I thought it was cool with the deprivation ritual. I mean, essentially, it's it's, it's a, depri- a sensory deprivation tank, like in the real world. Um, and they put him in there, and it's just him. It's supposed to get him to like a deeper point of meditation. Um, and, and he gets there. No, 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 no. It's not meditation. It's near death is what it is. Well, <laughs> they call it meditation. And then she's like, then everyone's like, what are you doing? I'm trying to get him as close to death as possible. Right. <laughs> it's like, dude, he's like 900. Like, let's not. Right. Like, you don't put 90 year old people We're on a in good a coma. Here. <laughs> you just put them into surgery because yeah. you know they most likely won't come out of that coma. Like, this right. is just real world scenarios here, guys. Like, yeah. <laughs> lots of grace of anatomy. I'm yeah, just kidding. Well, so, first off, that doctor needs to be fired because for one she's like well i'm not familiar with his physiology you work in the jedi temple you have all kinds of physiologies you need to be familiar with their everybody's physiology well that's kind of bothers me too <laughs> it's like if you're not familiar with his phys- physiology like why would you want to do something like that for him that'd be like well i'm not a horse doctor um i work on dogs but i sure will put this <laughs> horse basic to sleep. concept I sure will put this horse to sleep and perform a major surgery on it. And then he gets cut open. He's like, wait, this is not where this is. This is where it is in a dog, though. I thought it'd be in the same place. Like, no. Things are so different here. Right. So it's like his body chemistry could have worked so much different than what she normally Mm -hmm. works on with 
like it, it almost discredited, discredited the things that she was trying to say because she was like, I'm not an expert in his physiology. However, this part of his brain is very active. Maybe it's because he's 900. You're not an expert in his physiology, so how would you think that that would be a core? Like, it was one of those things that was like, let me just give a diagnosis anyways, because I can give a diagnosis. Right. <laughs> I have this word, um, doctor, in front of my <laughs> title. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly what it was. And I was yeah. just so, so bothered she got on my nerves her. a little bit. Um, I'm glad she yes. didn't last long. <laughs> right. <laughs> long well, enough. But. And, and then she sells this deprivation ritual and all this other kind of stuff. And then that's when Obi-Wan finds out that she's like, oh, well, yeah, in order to get him to the state, I have to take him as close to death as possible. Right. So we're basically depriving him of oxygen as well as sensory everything else. So uh, it's going to be a great time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it works. But Kind of. Kind of. You know, he... so. They get a little nervous and they end up pulling him out early. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of makes me wonder, though, like, what would have happened if he would have stayed in a little bit longer? I don't know. Because I feel like things started getting a little creepy, though. It's Qui-Gon like, was going, he kept going, no, Yoda, this is not the way. Right. This is not the way. And everything. But but he was able yeah. to get a message to him. So, I mean, there was some good in it. Mm-hmm. But it just makes me wonder, like, did, Yo- did Qui-Gon kind of, well, he says something about later on, though, he doesn't know about the past or the future or something like that uh, he exists where there's no past or future yeah is what it is not necessarily that he doesn't know of them because um, um, he, he does uh later on he does kind of give yoda a glimpse into that through on dagobah um where he goes there um but yeah but i mean qui-gon's telling him that this is not the way to do it all that kind of stuff it does kind of get a little weird it reminded me of uh luke on uh hoth um after he uh tries to escape the uh wampa and everything and his Tauntaun falls over dead, and he's like, Ben! And then Ben's like, hey, kid, go to Dagobah. Uh. <laughs> Appears to him as a ghost and everything. But, I mean, Luke was close to death. Uh. Almost kind of the same principle. Not quite. It wasn't sensory deprivation. But, like, he got to that point, and that's when old Ben Kenobi I mean, was like, hey, Luke. <laughs> it kind of was, though, in a way, because mm-hmm. it was snow. And snow like preserves the body, right? So that's mm-hmm. kind of what you do with like I don't know I'm not like an expert on this, but <laughs> I'm sure that's what you sure, do in no like idea. those kind of situations. You'd you'd pit somebody like on ice or something in order to. I have no idea to be either. honest with you. I just feel like I've seen things. You do watch a lot of like SVU and stuff, so I mean, that's, how would it be on SVU? I don't that know. is a Grey's maybe. I don't know. Grey's would have been the better option. Grey's is the better option. Not a not a crime show that has to do with. Um, Crime. Crime. We'll leave it there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a family friendly show. <laughs> it's not like it's not a very family friendly word, but it's fine. It's a crime show that deals with very bad crimes. Oh my god. Okay. <laughs> but anyways. <laughs> um but yeah, that, that's kinda what it reminded me of though, because like that was the point where Ben appeared to him. Whereas I'm kind of like, okay, why didn't he appear to you earlier, Luke? Why did it take for you to almost die to go, hey man, don't don't die, um, come to Dagobah, there's a party, we'll hang out, right? It'll be a great time, good times. I'm <laughs> inviting everybody else too. No, I'm just kidding. Right. Nobody else shows up, but um, so he tells him, and Yoda's laying in his little hospital bed. He's actually mm-hmm. got guards on him at this point because mm-hmm. um. I, at this point, I, this is what bothers me too about the Jedi, which is, is Mace's, uh, Mace's, what would you call it? Command, I guess? Yeah. This his is, direction, yeah. His, his direction, um, he 
tells them he wants two guards on the door. Mm-hmm. Which I think is a little odd, because it's like, it's Yoda. And I think, honestly, he's afid at this point that he the is. The dark side has taken hold, and uh-huh. they're doing something. And that Yoda's yeah. going to do something that he will either regret or won't remember because of the mm. fact that he is taken by the dark side. Yeah. So he puts some guards on his room, and funniest part ever is he calls Anakin there. <laughs> and essentially um, uncovers his plot. He's like, you're going to help me escape. And Anakin's <laughs> just kind of like, what? And this is so funny to me because I, I honestly do like Clone Wars um, a lot better than um, most of the movies when it comes to the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Because of the fact that in the movies, they seem just so like, Anakin this, Anakin that. <laughs> yeah. They're just always so mad at Anakin for anything he does, but... It's like they know that he's good at doing something like that. And Yoda knows that. And it's so funny. He's like, yeah, you're going to help me because I know you're good yeah. at like, escaping. I know." And, you and then can- he goes through and compliments him because he's like, he's like uh, your expertise is disobeying the Jedi Order, right? Yeah. And then Anakin's just kind of like, uh, um, uh. Right. <laughs> and then after that, he, he compliments him with the, the, the spontaneity you find so easy. That's what sets you apart. And everything, right. Which I was like, aw. But you also just said that he was disobedient. (laughs) Right. And basically a juvenile delinquent. Right. It's like, so you want to use him when it's beneficial to you, but those are the things that's holding him back from being like a Jedi Master and stuff. I thought it was still a sweet moment, though. It was, but it it bothers me in a way, too. It's like when you dig a little bit deeper into it, it's like the implications just become worse and worse. It kind of does, yeah. It's like, oh, you like my spontaneity, but it doesn't grant me the rank of Master. Got it. (laughs) Right. It's like... It's like in the shows where like cops try to get the the inmates to like that are like good at stealing and good oh, at, like yeah. code hacking and stuff. <laughs> but computers are like, we're gonna set you up a task force and you're gonna work for the government. It's like if you don't, I'll put you away for another twenty years. Yeah. Like, or in the case of the Suicide Squad, we'll just put a bomb in your head. Right. So it's it's like, it just reminds me of that. That's kind of like that um that likeness I was looking at yeah. for it because it's like. Okay, you want to use me when it's beneficial to you, but yet my the things I do hold me back from you know other things. You know what I mean? So, right. but it's okay. Still, yeah. still a good show. Still, yeah, still a good show. <laughs> still Just, a good show. Um, <laughs> Kristen Sobaka's over. Yeah, sorry, it's over. <laughs> so, um, Yoda actually jumps in a ship, mm-hmm. um, with R two D two. Yeah, very cool. So I thought it was cool that R two's been to Dagobah before. Yes, because the first time we actually see him on Dagobah is Return of the Jedi and everything. Yes. And then Yoda's sitting here punching him with a stick, <laughs> going crazy. And, like, I'm sure the whole time, I think we even said this in, uh, no, not Return of the Jedi, in uh, Empire. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Empire is when he goes there. Um, but I think I think we said this in our Empire episode, where it was like, R2's like, dude, you're embarrassing me in front of my friend. Like, what are you right. doing? <laughs> yeah. Because it's like, I've known you for years. Stop yeah. it. <laughs> I took you here the first time. Calm down. Right. <laughs> that part is really funny, though. Um, and so Yoda heads straight to Dagobah, mm-hmm. technically by himself with a droid, so that's okay, though. I always need a droid companion with you. Yes. <laughs> it is important. It is important. Um, and when he gets to Dagobah, uh, shortly after hopping out of his ship. Mm-hmm. He's met with the little fireflies. Yes. The force who, flies. Who ended up being Qui-Gon. Yep. They have a conversation, um... Qui-Gon kind of explains, like, how his uh, training wasn't finished. That's why he's kind of like these little firebugs. Mm-hmm. Um, he can't actually be, uh, like, a ghost or a person mm-hmm. because of that. Yeah. Um, he talks about how the reason he can do that is 
because of the cosmic force, and maybe you can explain that better yeah. than I can. So, but. so I thought it was really cool that like Quagon actually goes through and explains how this is possible because we hear Kiadi uh, Mundai and uh, Mace and all of them talking about how it's not possible because uh, the dead be- uh, Kiadi actually said the dead become a part of the cosmic force and lose their identity. So it's like you just become one with the force, and so you're not Kristen, you're not Danny, you're not Kiadi Mundai, you're mm-hmm the cosmic force you are right. the force and which is the the limited view that the jedi have that, that's their understanding currently mm-hmm. because no one's done this before right that they know of um qui-gon goes through to explain it to uh yoda which i thought was interesting is that uh he tells yoda i am a manifestation of the force a force that consists of two parts living beings generate the living force which in turn powers the wellspring that is the cosmic force Ooh. Kiati barely missed it. I know, right? <laughs> it's like you missed the first step, but but <laughs> right. But I think that's cool that Qui Gon achieved that higher understanding. Yes. I would be really interested to see his journey to do that, especially yeah. since he didn't complete his training. What tripped him up? Because Yoda's got a lot of other, and, and we're not going to get into this episode, but he's got a lot of other moments where, like, one, he meets Dark Side Yoda. <laughs> it's freaking creepy gremlin thing, right? Um. And he has all these trials and everything, and he passes them all. Right. And that's how he's able to do what he's supposed to do, and that's why they show him. So I'm wondering where Qui-Gon got tripped up hmm. and what happened there. That w- I think that would be interesting to to know. So, yeah. True. I don't know. Maybe one day we'll see that or we'll read about it or something. We'll come yeah. with it. That way we can <laughs> kind of get some closure there. <clears throat> Star Wars. But... <laughs> But yes, so part of the Cosmic Force, um, and we actually go somewhere pretty familiar. Yes, we do. Uh, We see the cave on Dagobah. Mm -hmm. The same one Luke enters. Yes, yes. So Qui-Gon actually warns um, Yoda at this point and tells him to be wary. Give powers to that which you fear and it will show itself to you. I feel like this is really important. It is. Because especially with Luke's visit to the cave, Mm -hmm. um, like... It's it's cool seeing that all these, I guess, not interactions, but these these events that happen to these people, they're all centered around fear. They are. And Yoda says that fear is the path to the dark side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, not in so many words, but <laughs> I mean, but it's a it's the beginning to the dark side. It fear is leads to anger, anger leads to hate, hate leads to suffering. So, oh, you got that in there. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yes, continue. Sorry. Oh no, you're fine. Yeah. So. Um, I it, you're right though. It's very important. Um, it's a very cool scene. Mm-hmm. Um, where we see Yoda walk into that cave and he just sees all the stuff play out. Um, in front of him of stuff that's honestly gonna happen. Quagon even says is happening now. Yeah, because he's like, when will this happen? And he's like, now. Actually, yeah, it's already in motion. Right. Yeah. Um, because we see the battle in the throne room. Um, with Palpatine and uh. Mace, Mace and, and, and all the Jedi that go to uh, arrest him, yeah, they go to arrest him and everything, and get Fisto. Yeah, he's he's the one that hurt me the most out of that group that got killed. I was like, come on, man, like, <laughs> why? <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we see all them. Um, we see a a, a, a ton of Jedi mm-hmm. fighting against clones. We do, which I saw somebody interpreted as Order sixty six. Yes, well, that's what I imagine it would be too, mm-hmm. because um, it's a bunch of Jedi dying essentially. So right. I imagine that's exactly what it was. Um, 
we see the part where like Mace gets electrocuted. Um, I think we might see him fly out the window. I'm not sure, really and truly. I think it does show that where he kind of gets tossed that way. Yeah, yeah. or at least he, he flies off the mm-hmm. little smoke screen there. Yeah. Um, and then creepiest part of all of it is we see um at this point we 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 know but yoda does not know this is palpatine mm-hmm. this is how he knows this is darth sidious a, yeah. a sith lord that is over like the republic at this mm-hmm. point um like rises up in this giant like smoke screen it's just like <laughs> <laughs> he's like all witchy like yes it's very creepy it's like me rising out of smoke danny this is why they didn't use normal names danny this is exactly why Sarah, Sarah, <laughs> <laughs> just doesn't have the same effect. It doesn't. You know? <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is exactly why they didn't use real names. <laughs> Nobody's walking around. Hi, my name's Sidious. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> just like snorted into the microphone. I'm very sorry. <laughs> <sighs> very pig like for a second. Um whew. anyway though. Mm-hmm. So we get all that scariness. Mm-hmm. Ooh, spooky. <laughs> yep. And a lot of stuff is revealed to Yoda. And So so this is something I wanted to ask you. Yes. Ask um, away. So so we see all this and everything, and as the viewer that already knows what's gonna happen. We see a lot of familiar things that have, like uh, them trying to arrest uh, Palpatine and um, Mace going and facing down Palpatine and all this other kind of stuff. We know who Sidious is, mm-hmm. so it appears to us like it, he's seen the future. But take that out and back to mm. Qui Gon's warning, where he said, uh, "Be fear? wary. Give power to what you fear, and it will show itself to you." Mm-hmm. So, what was Yoda's fear? Because I don't feel like, even though a lot of that stuff was like. Oh dang, that's right on. That that looks like the future. I feel like it was in part that purpose, but like for example, we don't see the Jedi just mow down the clones. That is not how that happens, right? Um, <laughs> so I, I'm wondering. So what do you think that Yoda's fear was that he manifested there? Um. So, so at this point, bringing in my knowledge from the shows and the movies, um, at this point in time, I do feel like. They already suspect something going on at the Jedi Temple. They feel like they're not able to access the Force um, like they were. I'm not necessarily sure if they believe that it's a dark side thing, or other than just they just know that. Um, that they, they do are... mention that they feel like the dark side is clouding their judgment, and that okay. yeah, that, that they feel you. like they've lost the ability to connect with the Force and. Also, like a doom and gloom kind of thing. Yeah. Right. So I think it comes from a place where Yoda feels like he um, might fail in a way. Okay. Um, Because, you know, in that vision, we see the lots of Jedi dying. Um, We see uh, something rise into power. And I think this is stuff that maybe has been fears of Yoda's all along. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, he's kind of like, I don't want to sound weird, but he's kind of like Daddy Jedi. He's the one that's kind of not necessarily in charge because obviously that's why they have a Jedi Mm -hmm. Council. But he's the one that opinion actually, like, matters. And he's the one that people would go to more so than anyone else in order to... um, And to your point, too, uh, Obi-Wan even mentions before he goes to Dagobah, um, because Kiati's talking about how oh it's because of his connection with Dooku and he mm-hmm. was and Dooku was an apprentice to him and da da da, da. and Obi Wan was like 
put it on the brakes, Conehead. It's all good. <laughs> like he, he's like we we've all apprenticed under Master Yoda. Would, yes. So your Very your logic funny. is not sound. Yes. So I mean, I could definitely see that because I mean, nine hundred years. I mean, I think yeah, nine hundred years at, with Yoda. Like if if he was taken as a kid to be a part of the Jedi Order, then that would make a lot of sense that, I mean, this is his family. Right. And he's trained a lot of these Jedi. Like, I mean, we even see him in uh, Attack yeah, Attack of the Clones, uh, where Obi-Wan comes in uh, looking for Kamino. He's in there training. Uh, a whole room full of kids and everything. So- Lost a parent Obi-Wan has. <laughs> <laughs> How embarrassing. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that line. Me too. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I mean, I could definitely see that this is his family. Right. And, and one of the trials that Yoda ends up having to endure too is about letting go of everything that he he loves. Uh, where he comes in one of the visions and everyone's dead in the temple, which foreshadowing. Yes. But very. <laughs> but I, I mean, I think that's what his fear is. You know, is the fact that. He, because like I said, he essentially is like Daddy Jedi, so it's in a way letting down all of his Force children. Mm -hmm. So, yep, absolutely, Uh, I completely agree with that because even though a lot of the the vision that he saw to us appears to be the future, because it does a lot of it comes to pass that way. um, I, I think that that's probably the biggest thing with him is it. It's not necessarily attachment, I think, but more of this this these are my people right. i think um so family, yeah and, even mm-hmm. though... and then it's kind of making them feel uh, or in even him unsure because he questioned himself towards the first of the episode about am i losing my mind like what what's happening here and he starts considering it a little bit that it might be the dark side there's other times where where he and uh mace windu are like hey well we might want to inform the council that we've lost the ability to connect with the force uh and, and stuff like that so it's literally just chips away at him um mm-hmm. taking away the only thing he knows the only thing he's ever been a part of and truly loves so i mean i, I could definitely see that yeah most definitely so so the fear of loss i would say yeah i think that's yeah. a good way to sum it up um mm-hmm. so is there anything else that you want to add to that uh no i think i think i completely agree with you with yoda's fear okay. because that's what we see there and i think that's why uh sidious um manifest at the end of it mm-hmm. because sidious is behind all of it but i think that's why sidious manifests in it it's not necessarily because oh wow i found out who the one behind it is because i mean they know that name already at that point mm-hmm. um but it's more of that you're behind everything i'm about to lose you're, right. you're taking everything away from me. So it almost becomes more of a, instead of Palpatine versus the Senate, closer to a uh, Palpatine versus Yoda kind of thing. Right. Dark Sidious versus Yoda, because it's, I'm here to take everything away from you. Right. I'm here to destroy your order. And to Yoda, that's his family. Right. Most definitely. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So definitely. So let's talk about Luke in the cave. Yes, so, let's do, because yeah. um, I have some thoughts on this. Yeah. Uh, so, cool part is, same cave, obviously. We kind of said that a minute ago, but yes. same cave. Um, and we actually, uh, I don't remember exactly how it happens, but I know, you know, this is that time where um, Obi-Wan tells Luke to go to Dagobah. Mm-hmm. Um, Force, ghost Obi-Wan, whatever. Voice, oh, voice Obi-Wan. I don't know if he even really is a ghost. Oh, he was a ghost, yeah. Okay, I can't mm-hmm. remember if he was a ghost yeah. or not. Uh, oh, you totally said that earlier. Uh, <laughs> my bad. Um, That's actually the... 
first time that he manifests as an actual force ghost because before he's just a uh, voice in a new hope so yeah so he actually manifests for the first time in in uh, empire very cool thank you for that knowledge danny <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> oh that's some good knowledge you're dropping on me i like, I like the knowledge bomb okay anyway though so Luke goes to Dagobah, and I don't remember exactly how everything um, at that point plays out, but I know, I think Yoda essentially tells Luke to go to that cave. And I think he even um, gives him a little warning, too, kind of like how he does. gave him. So so they're in, in the run, run, jump, jump. I can be your backpack while you run. They're doing the whole training thing, and that's when they ended <laughs> up movie. there. I mean, I know, but <laughs> it's canon in my heart. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he goes through and um, they they end up at the cave right. and Luke's kind of unwinding and he looks at the cave and he goes something's not right here and just kind of like what what is this and then Yoda's over just kind of playing with the stick like I know what it is and I'm not going to tell you <laughs> um, but he, may, he, he does mention that it is strong with the dark side and everything um, and that that is why Luke must go and everything and so Luke asks him, well, what's in there? And then this is the advice that Yoda gives him, his warning. He says, only what you take with you. Your weapons you will not need. But Luke being Luke, takes his weapons. <laughs> yeah, at this point, Luke is still very um, young and... <laughs> the the farm boy who's going to do what he's going to do. Kind right. of thing. Yeah. Pretty much. So yeah, he definitely takes his weapon. Um, who... And then as he like approaches the cave, I don't know, does he actually go in it? Mm-hmm. Okay. He goes he goes all the way down in it. It's a whole little sequence where um there's like little snakes and lizards and Ooh, Yeah. That yeah. <laughs> um, but then Vader. Yes. Approaches from like the foggy mm-hmm. fog. The dark side loves their fog. They do. Um, <laughs> and it's it's pretty scary cuz it's it's really probably one of the first times Luke has ever it is first time he's ever seen Vader, right? Uh, in the movies, if we go in the comics, but I mean, yeah, we'll say it. <laughs> Technically, yeah, no, he he saw him in a, in a New Hope. He saw him in a New Hope because he saw him strike down Ben. Oh yeah, but yes, not, not very close. No, he was not, not very at close a striking to striking distance. Not at a striking distance. You're absolutely right. <laughs> okay, so yeah, yes. so he has seen him before. Um, mm-hmm. but this is the first time that he's like actually uh, facing him. So there's a lot of anger towards him at this point. Oh, absolutely. Um, because at this point, Luke knows um, only that Vader is the one that killed his father. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's now killed Obi Wan, mm-hmm. who was starting to train Luke. So he's slowly taking away everything he loves. Yes. The Empire slowly. killed Aunt Brew and Uncle Owen. Right. So literally and the Empire... I only can yep. imagine that that was Vader's command. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. So... I don't think that uh, his uh, stepbrother, Owen, was exactly his favorite person in the world when he went and found his mom still alive in the Tusker Raider camp. Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> you're absolutely right, but... <laughs> <laughs> Didn't exactly have an affinity for his uh, extended family. So there's most definitely a lot of anger um, in Luke right now. And mm-hmm. uh, so we see Vader... I think we see like a quick little like lightsaber battle, and mm-hmm. Luke cuts off Vader's head. Vader's head. Yep. Um, and as the Vader helmet head falls off, rolls to the ground, he looks down, and it's like the mask of it's like cracked open and stuff, mm-hmm. and 
there's Luke's face mm-hmm. inside of Ooh. the helmet. Ooh. I feel like you're telling me like a campfire ghost I know, story. Right? <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, it was his face. <laughs> 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 and it was him the who time <laughs> you know the crazy part is is that part really didn't mean much to me up until um we kind of started doing our rewatch and got into this little like whole ghost and visions um scene because now that i know kind of what yoda went through and kind of the idea behind that i i think i have a a cool theory on what um well not really a cool theory i guess it's probably it's probably most people's theory it's, it's, it's my theory too as to what it's, um it's i call it mine and i love it it's mine <laughs> mine but i think i kind of know what luke was afraid of so at this point in time like we said he had a lot of anger in him mm-hmm. and they are taking away a lot of stuff from him and so i feel like at this point luke fears of becoming um, dark. Like mm-hmm. I think it's his fear of the not necessarily his fear of the dark side, but his fear of becoming, mm-hmm. um, something dark. Yeah, because I think that's why he sees himself invader becoming the thing that he hates. Yes, yeah. essentially. Mm-hmm. So I think I think that's why he sees himself there because you know at first I was thinking oh yeah he totally just doesn't want to become his father but when you think about that that storyline and where he's at in this he doesn't know that Vader is his father right so that's not like that shouldn't even be an option on the table. Right. So I definitely think it's his fear of mm-hmm. becoming something that he hates. I agree with you because he ends up uh, facing that down in Return of the Jedi too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I showed you a meme that somebody made um, where it showed the side-by-sides of uh, Luke and Ben in Last Jedi and then right. the one where it was Luke and Vader where Luke had ample opportunity to end Vader's life. Right. Um, like he, he came very close and there were a couple times where he gave in to his anger um, something I think we even brought up in our Return of the Jedi episode, where he he straight went dark side. <laughs> like, no, he he, he gave in to the dark side, and the difference being that didn't make him stay there was that he realized it, backed off, and was like, you know what, this isn't me. I'm not going to do this. Throws away his lightsaber, gets barbecued by Palpatine, all that good stuff. But <laughs> right, well, I mean, this but, cave scene yeah. would have happened before all this too. Exactly, so that could have been like a flashback in his mind as he was like mm-hmm. starting to access that dark side, and he like you know what I'm saying he could have saw that point where he watched Vader's head roll off and mm-hmm. it ended up being his head in that helmet. Absolutely, he was like, no, that's who? That's a crazy thing to think about. Right. I think that he saw that again during that moment right. too. You can't, like, That'd you be don't cool. Have flashbacks and stuff while you're thinking about things. You're oh, like, definitely, oh, yeah. That, you, know? you don't forget that you decapitated <laughs> a ghost, and surprise, it's your face in the helmet. Right. So I mean, that could have been something he accessed in order to prevent himself from going to the dark side. Mm-hmm. Some, so. I'd imagine that's pretty ingrained in his memory. <laughs> oh yes, most not gonna forget that one. Uh, but yeah, I mean, and I agree with you. Because in the other vision that we're going to be talking about here in a moment, um, it kind of echoes some of that. But it's it's Luke's inner tor- inner turmoil where he doesn't feel like he's good enough. Because um, before that, when he meets Yoda and all this other kind of stuff, he's immediately getting frustrated with this crazy old goblin in the swamp <laughs> because he's like, I'm looking for a Jedi Master. Why are you wasting my time? Like he he's just ready to do this, ready to do this. He's fed up because the Empire's taking away the things that he loves, killing people, 
Um, and kill, I mean, he killed his mentor, Vader killed his mentor right in front of him. They killed his, uh, aunt and uncle. Like, I mean, he's got a stake in this war and he knows he's got a destiny to fulfill and a purpose and he's going to do everything he can to do that. And so it was kind of frustrating to him that the little Muppet in the swamp was, (laughs) (laughs) but that a little Muppet in the swamp is like (laughs) giving him a hard time and everything. And it ends up being. Yoda. Right. And so I think that that's an interesting thing with him in the cave is because, I mean, he's facing himself. He just doesn't know it. But in the cave, you see he doesn't hesitate to kill Vader. Whereas Uh, when he actually does face him down in Return of the Jedi, he hesitates. Which he doesn't have an an opportunity to hesitate in the end of Empire because he gets his butt handed to him. But, well, his hand handed to him. I look for dad puns in anything, um, but but yeah. So I, I think that I think that you're right on that for sure. Uh, I agree with you. Um, it, it's it's funny because it comes down to another fear of failure, just True. like Yoda. So yes. so that cave is picking up on something. Yeah, Pick, that, uh, it's picking up what they're putting down. I might need to go hop in that cave. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, so so that cave, the cave has always interested me because yes. like I, until we've really dived in now, I've never really considered what it might have meant mm-hmm. other than that it was like, oh God, he's afraid of Vader. But that really wasn't it though. Right. And that's yeah. honestly what I thought, you know, mm-hmm. when we first watched that um, scene and when you see his head in it, I was like, oh my God, like that's his father. He's just afraid of becoming his father. Mm-hmm. But like I said, I didn't really think anything of it until we got into but, this. That he, like, he doesn't oh, know that that's his father. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm you really think about it and you're like okay yeah and the other side of that too is that this shows him the possibility of who he can become mm-hmm. um if he gives into the dark side and doesn't heed the warnings that yoda and obi-wan and all of them um teach him because again in return of the jedi he does give into it for a moment mm-hmm. and loses his temper and goes ham and then all of a sudden but he makes the right choice in the end he does yes so i actually have a question for you okay um, so this kind of has to do with what we're talking about. Um, so I kind of want to know why you think Yoda was like crazy Yoda on Dagobah when we see him um, in Luke mm-hmm. meet again in Return of the Jedi. Uh, well, I mean, I've always kind of just assumed that it's because he has been alone for all of these years. Because, uh, I mean, from the time that they leave Coruscant and return, and uh, Revenge of the Sith up into A New Hope, I mean, that's about 19, 20 years. Yeah. So I'm thinking that, I mean, maybe he's just been alone because, I mean, I don't claim to know how the Force works. (laughs) Otherwise, this would be a very short podcast. Right. (laughs) Um, But I know that Yoda tells Obi-Wan he's going to teach him how to commune with his old master, so Mm -hmm. maybe Qui-Gon can be two places at once, but I could still see where, you know, just hearing voices all the time and <laughs> to- seemingly talking to yourself could take a toll on someone's mind. So he's not crazy in these episodes that we watched, but I think he gets there. <laughs> yeah. Um, so kind of my theory on it is I have a couple actually. I think okay. it could either be one that he's just been away from people so long mm-hmm. that he just like. He lost his manners. He, he kind of lost his manners. Exactly. <laughs> Or I wonder if it, you know, because we know Dagobah is very, um, very strong in the Force. Mm-hmm. 
And I wonder if Yoda's just like um giving himself to the force. What if he's like just on a whole another level of enlightenment that's or something like that? Yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm kind That'd of thinking crazy. and wondering. What if he's just put everything he can into himself into the force? So that's why he comes off like, weird. And maybe, yeah. yeah, maybe he just knows so much about the force at this point. That he's just like kind of lost it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so you stare in the light too long, it drives you mad, kind of thing. Kind of. Like, maybe he just learns so much about it, he just doesn't know how to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of just led to him being. Make, that makes a lot of different. sense. Yeah. So I don't know. It's just my thought because I know it's very the strong. The force is very strong. So mm-hmm. and, and you know he went to Dagobah, uh, and I can only imagine you know he he didn't just go there for no reason. Oh, definitely not. Because so, I mean, Qui Gon even says that it, it's the purest place of the force right because so, yoda's like man this place is strong he's like yeah it's a very pure place right so it's like what what would a jedi what would you you know what i'm saying like, yeah jedi would take, but like what would you do yeah what would you want to do it's almost like obi-wan got the uh uh the short end of the stick there. <laughs> he's like hey uh obi-wan take this kid to tatooine and uh, you know the desert planet where nothing's there i'm gonna go hang out with the force right <laughs> Up yeah. <laughs> on some things that maybe I didn't know about. I'm gonna find my Super Saiyan levels. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so that's just my thought is, you know, one or the other there. Yeah. So, I, I, I would agree with that, yeah. Really, so Yeah, definitely. <laughs> so cool. So let's go ahead and jump into our last cave sequence. Yes. Let's so the cave on Oct two. So now this is the one where in The Last Jedi where Ray is called to the dark side. And Luke's like, you didn't even turn away. You didn't try to resist it. But somehow she's okay. And Luke's right. freaking out and all that kind of stuff. I've never seen a power, or I have like, yeah. seen that power once. You've been solo. <laughs> it scared me. <laughs> so much, I almost killed him. <laughs> right. <laughs> I tried to kill him in his sleep. <laughs> um, which poor Kylo. Everybody's trying to kill him in his sleep. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Huck's trying to get a shot at him, too. Uh, but anyways, back on topic. Uh, but yeah, so this is the cave on Octu where it's after her force back vision, or no, her her for, force time vision with uh <laughs> with Kylo, mm-hmm. and uh, the whole you're a monster, monstrous snake, and they get done. She's crying and everything. Um, when Kylo gives his side of the story between him and Luke, mm-hmm. she gets called into this cave. So she goes and she's like, oh cool, and oh god, it's slippery. Falls into the water. Um, she gets up and then there's this giant like mirror rock on the wall like a little almost like ice really it kind of looks that way yeah the way it kind of like up and stuff in there right like it is like kind of icy or something yeah so so she goes up to this thing uh this mirror rock ice thing (laughs) and uh like as she's walking up you can see like multiple multiple reflections behind it she touches it and all of a sudden we're inside of it Yes. And it's just infinite ray. Infinite rays. <laughs> Infinity ray. Um, sounds like a like a comic gun or something, but <laughs> right, it does. The infinity ray. <laughs> You're so silly. Because <laughs> uh, the thing that gets me about the scene the most is the sounds mm-hmm. that it makes. Because she like turns her head hand and there's like yeah, and then she turns it the other way. Yeah, and it's creepy. Oh, absolutely. And, so and, and something that we didn't realize before uh, until we had rewatched The Last Jedi is that uh, there's someone calling her name. Yes, there is. There's a. Um, we, so we watched it with subtitles on. Yes. I'm awesome. Like yes, because it did show up in the subtitles. It did. Yeah. It did. And first, the first question, uh, the first Ray was like a question. Yeah. Ray? Said, Ray? Yeah. Like, it's like, what are you doing here? here? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and the second one was like, Ray. 
Yeah. Just saying it. It was a, it was almost like a, a statement. statement. Yes, yeah. It was. And I mm-hmm. thought that was really cool cuz I don't think we I don't think either one of us realized that Mm-mm. there was any um voices. I, I felt like there. I was hearing voices cuz when it happened we both looked at each other like, "Did you just hear that?" And then we looked at the stuff and I was like, "Right?" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um but I, I don't know. There's it's really creepy. Like really creepy. Um, just because like, cause she even says that she said, I should have felt panicked, but I didn't. Right. Um, but, and then she, she didn't feel trapped or anything like that, but she never had felt so alone in her entire life. Mm-hmm. Um, which is pretty dark, but what did you interpret from it? Um, so honestly, the first go around with that. It just didn't really make a lot of sense to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just creepy. <laughs> because of the sounds. Like I said, the sounds get me every time. I like, I like get the heebie-jeebies. Yeah. Every time <laughs> I see that scene because the noises it makes, it's just like, Ugh. Yeah. Um, Stuff you shouldn't be able to hear. It's just, Ugh. Right. Yeah. Because it really shouldn't have a noise. Like, mm-hmm. and the snap. So the sound doesn't get me that much, but the hand. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I guess... To me, it seems like she's kind of searching for herself mm-hmm. in a way. Because she, I mean, there's multiple rays. Mm-hmm. Um, so the thing I kind of get from it is like, okay, well, why are there so many? Mm-hmm. Which one is she? Because I know the kind of struggle she has throughout The Last Jedi and the reason she goes... Um, even though she may not technically say it out loud ever, but the reason she goes to... Um, Mm-hmm. Oct two to find Luke and learn about the Force is because she wants to learn about herself more. Because at this point, all we know really much about her is that she was dropped off on Jakku by her parents, who we don't know who they are still. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> You're not salty. No, not at all. But we don't know anything like about her parents, so we don't know really anything about her. Mm-hmm. But other than that, she's you know kind of Force sensitive. Right. So I uh, I feel like she's on a mission to find herself, um, and that's why she falls in the cave because she goes, well, she she hears the voices and it draws her to to it, mm-hmm. and she's looking for answers because she even says that she's like I was looking for answers, and so that's why she goes up to the mirror too, and she's like show them to me because mm-hmm. she's just dying to know who her parents are because she feels like it'll give her more of an identity. Mm-hmm. The, the, so like show her her place in all this, yes. which is exactly what. Ky- what she says to Kyla. Yes. I want to know my place in all this. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I definitely think she's on a a search for herself. Mm-hmm. So. I would agree with that. She can be. Because that's, that's the thing that kind of got me. Because, I, I, again, like with what you said, I, I never got the or really kind of interpreted anything the first time around. It was just creepy as everything. Oh, yeah. Because there was nothing for me. To, I was just kind of like, oh, yeah, this is totally what that means. It was just kind of like, ugh, what the heck just happened? Um, but with with multiple viewings and everything, like, one thing that I think is interesting is that they're all reflections. So um, we also watched the the director commentary on this scene and everything, and that's yeah. one thing he says is that there there are different versions of her. They all look the same. But they're all different versions of Ray, and they're different reflections. They're different possibilities, different outcomes, and that's mm-hmm. what the Last Jedi dabbles with quite a lot: is different outcomes. And so it's it's a matter of identity and trying to find herself because she says, "Show me my parents," 
and it shows her her mm-hmm. and because she is a reflection uh, uh, of her parents uh, <laughs> I you did there. And she's a reflection of them i mean mm-hmm. she she's not them and she doesn't need them to right. find out who she is and I think that's been the big thing surrounding Ray is wanting to know who her parents are because that has to explain why she's special. Stuff like that. Right. Um, whereas she makes her own destiny. She chooses her own destiny. And I feel like that was what that cave was telling her. It was helping her try to find her identity. Um, which is why I think that she said that she felt she'd never felt so alone. Because she's kind of hell-bent on relying on someone. Of putting her faith in someone. She did it with Han Solo. She did it briefly with Finn. um, Before they met Han. Um, And then she did it with Kylo. In The Last Jedi. Yeah. And every time. Had her heart heart broken. As well. Mm -hmm. Because. She didn't put that faith in herself. Right. So. She's made the the right decision each time. Um, But. I think that's. the, The big thing of this scene. Is just. Who are you? So I think that wraps up our Ghost in Visions. What do you think, Kristen? I think it does, Danny. Awesome. So thank you guys for listening to our first spooktacular episode. Um, We hope you enjoyed it. So our next week's episode, uh, we're taking a little adventure into the Clone Wars. Yes, we sure are. We're going to be talking about Brain Invaders. The Brain Invaders. The case of the Brain Snatchers. Ah! (laughs) Um, Which is creepy to say the yes, last it is we're very excited so make sure you guys tune in next week for that absolutely um, and then monday we'll have our resistance review we will. for the first episode of the entire series yes very exciting will. very excited very 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 excited absolutely so guys thank you for listening or watching another episode of kessel run weekly uh if you enjoyed the episode please rate and review us on itunes leave a comment a like a thumbs up whatever the thing is wherever you're listening to us a five-star review yes <laughs> <laughs> and we will read your said five-star review um, on the show we if you want to leave one. We so shall. thank you guys again. And you can follow us on all the social medias. I just lost Instagram, it there for a second. Facebook, yeah. Twitter. <laughs> so you, many. Yeah, you can follow us on all the social medias uh, at Kessel Run Weekly and on our website, KesselRunWeekly.com. So until next time, guys, my name is Danny. And I'm Kristen. And may the Force be with you. Always. <laughs>